Hi there, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Smiles for Miles. 2019 was a very big year for me as a content creator. Not only was it my first year on Twitch, but we shared very, very crazy and hysterical moments together along the way. From Is Wally the Train? to raising $1,500 for multiple charities. From collaborating with some amazing streamers to finding a hobby that I am incredibly passionate about. Not only was it a great year of memories, but it was a really good year of gaming. We played through a wide range of games on my stream, each bringing a new story and new amazing moments with it. To look back on a great year we had together, I want to review my top 10 games that I played within this last year. These games didn't necessarily come out in 2019, but they were games that I played this year that were very memorable to me. I do want to preface this by saying that I'm reviewing games up until November of 2019. As I'm recording this, I haven't played any games in December, and I don't really know what to expect of those. But if I do this again next year for 2020, I'll be sure to include those there. So without further ado, let's get started. At number 10, we have Cuphead. Released in September of 2017 by studio MDHR Entertainment, Cuphead is a classic run-and-gun side-scroller with a heavy emphasis on battling bosses. The art style and music are both inspired by cartoons of the 1930s, giving the game a unique experience unlike any other. I had played this game over the summer of 2019 as a reward for a charity event we held in July. I was a bit nervous about playing the game at first, thinking I really wouldn't be any good. After a couple bosses, I felt like I was getting my swing, and I found myself really enjoying the game. It is a game unlike any other I had played in the past. I still have yet to beat the game. I left off last at Grim Matchstick, who's that little dragon, I think he's really cool, which is why I placed it so low on this list. I would love to revisit the game down the line. Hopefully, after that, I can move it up the list. Until then, it's my number 10. At number 9, we have What Remains of Edith Finch. Released in April of 2017 by Giant Sparrow, this is a tale of a family who has faced a series of strange events throughout their history. We learn this from the narrative of Edith Finch, one of the youngest Finches. By traversing the family house, we come to learn about the Finch's family and all their stories. I do believe the story of this game is unique and done extremely well, and I was hooked the entire time. However, I would have liked more of a lesson to come with this game. The ending was a great twist. I did put it lower on the list still, just because I would have liked more of a lesson to come out of it, but it was still a very memorable game that I cannot recommend enough. At number 8, we have Gris. Released in December of 2018 by Nomada Studios, Gris is a beautiful experience about a girl trapped by a painful experience in her life. Throughout the game, we gain new experiences as we travel through the world and work towards saving her home. Gris is a beautiful experience from the music to the art of the game. One of the biggest lessons that I took from this game was that there will certainly be bad days ahead, but there are going to be better days too. It's a game that you really have to experience on your own, and I don't feel like I have just the right words to explain it. You just gotta go play it yourself. But a big lesson to take from this is whatever you're going through, it's gonna be okay. At number seven, we have Dead by Daylight. 
Released in June of 2016 by Behavior Interactive, Dead by Daylight is an asymmetric survivor horror game with four survivors trying to escape the arena with a killer on the hunt, so sacrifice them to the entity. There have been multiple DLCs created for the series, from Halloween to Texas Chainsaw Massacre, A Nightmare on Elm Street, Left 4 Dead, Saw, Evil Dead, Scream, and Stranger Things. I think Dead by Daylight is an awesome game to play along with friends, but it's been difficult to play the game recently. The community is so embedded in the meta that the game has felt like players are trying to find ways to win in a way that ruins it for other players. With that aside, I do really enjoy Dead by Daylight and have some very fond memories playing along with my friends and community members. It's definitely a game that has opened my eyes to the horror game industry. Also, Demogorgon and Scoops Ahoy Steve are the best part of the game, and you can at me. At number 6, we have Wandersong. Released in September of 2018 by Greg Lambinov, Wandersong follows the story of a bard who uses his singing to solve problems on his quest to save the universe from being destroyed. Along the way, he makes new friends, from a witch, to musicians, to pirates, to a ghost, who help him along your way to show you that you're not just a common bard, you are determined to bring good into the world. As of recording, we last left off on Acts 6 and 7 of the game. Nonetheless, I find this game incredibly witting and charming. From the small details, like the bard snoring and the different types of puzzles, this game has kept me hooked and brought me along for such a fun ride. This wholesome experience is full of color and song. It's incredibly close to the style I love to play. And I believe it is games like this that have brought about my love of indie games. It's an absolute gem and I cannot recommend it enough. At number 5, we have Super Animal Royale. Released in December of 2018 by Pixel, this battle royale involves 64 cute animals climbing their way to the top of the leaderboard. Take it solo or tag along with up to four in a squad as you explore the top-down 2D world with many biomes, weapons, and animals to explore. I have to give the biggest shout out to Torgi Pie for hooking me on this game. It took me months for me to try it out, even though Torgi was nagging me to try it. I was just too fearful to... But I finally did, and I love it. It's so much fun. I'm not a shooter gamer at all, and I always thought that I would never play a battle royale because I didn't think I'd be any good at it. However, I caved, picked it up, and I love it. It's so witty, and it's so creative for a battle royale, and honestly, the community has been super sweet. And the devs have been amazing and always updating the game and always keeping it fun for all the players. And I've had such great experiences playing this with my friends and oh my god, I can't recommend this enough. It's so much fun. It's a super fun time. No pun intended. Bonus perk, if you are unsure if you want to pick up this game for yourself, you can get the free version. So go try it out. This one might seem very surprising for folks. At number four, we have Layers of Fear. Released in February of 2016 by Blooper Team, this is a first-person psychedelic horror game where we take the role of a painter. Throughout the game, we are exploring the ever-changing Victoria-era home and learning the story about the main character's past. If you know me or my channel at all, I don't like scary things. Listen, I'm only little. I'm scared of everything. <laughs> so, horror games and me? 
don't really match up. But there was something just so interesting about this game that I had to put it really high on this list. And it was just so mind-boggling. And just the mechanics and how you move about the house and how the house continuously changes. There was just like, oh my god. It always kept me like hooked. But that could have been just be being scared all the time. But like, there's just something so interesting about Layers of Fear. And it's honestly got me really excited to want to play the second one. That's probably like 12 times scarier. But you know what? I'm willing to take the risk. So I'm actually planning on making a playthrough of Layers of Fear 2 as a donation milestone for a charity event for next July. And I think this game, even though it might not have seemed like a lot to the viewer, to me this game meant a lot. To me, this game was a growing moment for me. It was a very big moment for me as a streamer, as someone who doesn't like to play horror games, someone who likes to stick to the path of a normal, like, cutesy style game and likes to have fun with games. This one scared the shit out of me, and oh my god, was it so worth it. I highly recommend this game so much. At number three, we have The Beginner's Guide. Released in October of 2015 by Davey Weirden, this is a narrative game around the idea of someone struggling to deal with something that they don't understand. Instead of elements trying to get in your way, the game moves you through a touching tale of struggle and wanting to find validation in the world. Something about this game was incredibly moving to me. Perhaps it was the connection I made with the narrator, Davey, or perhaps it was the underlying ideals of trying to find validation and where you belong in the world. What it is, I'm not quite sure. Even looking back at the VOD today, I don't know what moved me. What actually brought me to tears a couple times. I sobbed while playing this game, and it was so beautifully done. I just don't have the words to explain how it impacted me. This game really begs the question of when does our art not become ours anymore? And does art need the validation of others to still be art? This is another game that I can't recommend enough because it's such a game that you just need to experience for yourself. And it's so worth it. You'll enjoy it. At number two, we have Chicory, A Colorful Tale, the demo version. Set to release in mid-2020 by Greg Lambinoff, this upcoming RPG game is about a dog wielding a paintbrush. You use the power of the paintbrush to explore, solve puzzles, and help restore color to the world. I was honored to have received a demo copy of this game over the summer. If you want pure, be-smiley energy and happiness, just go watch that VOD. It's honestly one of my favorite moments from my channel this year. From the character design, to the mechanics, to the music, this game has a lot to hold and I cannot wait for the full game to be released. Before I get to my number one of this year, I do want to take a moment to look at some honorable mentions of this year that I played but didn't really, didn't really make the cut for top 10. So some honorable mentions from 2019, we have Franbo, Little Misfortune, Monster Prom, Celeste, Life is Strange Before the Storm, 
and Madfather. And at number one, this may not be surprising at all if you know anything about my content and my channel, at number one, we have Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. Released in August of 2017 by Ninja Theory, Hellblade is a game around Nordic myth that follows the story of a picked warrior named Senua from the island of Orkney, who embarks on the journey to Helheim in order to rescue the soul of her dead lover, Dillian. Her tale is a classic hero's journey, one of sufferings, trials, and tribulations. Senua goes to hell and back, literally, and will not be stopped until she saves Dillian. Along this journey, Senua is battling an evil just as great, her own mind. This game is one of the best representations of mental health in video games. When I first started out on my journey into normalizing the conversation of mental health on Twitch, this was the most requested game to play. At first, I didn't understand the hype and thought I would never be able to complete the game due to its combat system. I'm not a combat player, I'm more of a story-based player. However, in May of 2019, I was able to play the game for the first time and it quite honestly changed my life. I believe that we find pieces of art in our lives, whether that be a song, a movie, a video game, etc., that they feel like they hit at just the right moment and we find them in our lives just when we need to. For me, that was Hellblade. I honestly needed that game exactly when I played it. Hellblade is my favorite game of 2019 and it has definitely made its way onto my top three video games of all time with To the Moon and Telltale's The Walking Dead Season 1. 2019 was an amazing year for me and I'm so glad I can experience great games like these with you all. I can't wait to see what stories we tell with the games of 2020. Hi there friends, welcome to Smiles for Miles, the podcast where we talk about everything from mental health to video games to personal stories to raise awareness and overall just spread some positivity. My name's B, and I'm so happy to have you here with me. Let's get started. all I have for this episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you guys would like to keep up with me off of this podcast, you can always go follow me at Twitch. That's at twitch.tv forward slash smiley. And you can also go follow me on my Twitter and my Instagram under the username smileys with an S at the end. I hope you guys have a good one and I want you guys to remember, as always, to have courage, be kind, and be smiley. I love you all so much. I hope you have a good one and I will see you in the next episode. Bye!